had somebody recently tell me that um, it was like, you think you all lack because you're working for the white man. Some foolishness like that, man. Um, you know, when I hear this type of talk, you know, com- coming from the, uh, the Negro delegation, obviously, you know, I don't really think, like, I, like I, said, I, don't, I don't know how many videos I've done talking about this, but I don't, I don't know if, uh, how many black folks realize that there just really aren't like a, a lot of black employers out there. <laughs> like I've done the videos where I said it was like 2 million black owned businesses in America and only like a hundred thousand of them actually hire people, actually have employees which means, what, 1.9 million don't have employees. So when I hear people talking this, you, you uh, think you all that because you're working for the white man. It's like, well, you know, chances are, you know, you're probably working for the white man too. But I really think some people, when they say that to me, they're really saying it from the perspective that they think I earn, they think I'm all that because I earn X amount of money from the white man. So I guess they think that I'm in there tap dancing and jumping up and down on the table, swinging from the rafters, trying to impress Mr. Charlie and all them. Now I know I make jokes about Mr. Charlie and tap dancing and all that stuff, but ain't nobody in there tap dancing, right? So what it it really boils down to with a lot of people, right? When they talk about this, when you hear people talking about this, you working for the white man, you think you all that, is that you got a lot of dudes out here, men and women, that just really don't know how to they, they don't know how to compete in these environments. Well, first and for, first things first, a lot of them don't even know how to get into these environments to where they could be earning this, this so-called money that they think I make or whatever they think about me. And then once they, if they were to get into these environments, I wonder how many of them can actually effectively compete in these environments to where you can demand a certain salary or, or demand certain benefits, yada, 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 so that, you know, you can... Um, <laughs> So that those of us who do do it, I guess we could run around here acting like uh, we think we all that because we work for the white man. You know, that's 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 what I really think is, is really being relayed here when people say that crap. And look, I'm not really offended by it. It's just I guess I, I, I sometimes get slightly tired of hearing it because it's like like I say, man, there aren't a gang of options out there for me to go work for the brother man. You know what I'm saying? Especially as it directly relates to the stuff that I'm doing in my life. Like, you guys know I work in tech, so it's not like it's a, a plethora of black-owned tech companies that I could just reach out to and and uh, go work for. You know what I'm saying? And then, especially around my age, you know, I got wife, I got kids. I'm not really trying to pack up and relocate to go find some little small startup tech firm so I could be like, yeah, I'm working for the black man. It's like... I can't do all that, you know what I'm saying? I, I just can't do all that. I'm, I'm chilling where I'm at. If ain't one around my area, then I gotta do what I gotta do, you understand? But here, but then, when it comes to working for the white man and all this, like I say, people think we be in here tap dancing and buck dancing, doing all this crazy stuff. I guess they want people like me and others to go into these, these white-owned firms and, and, and just start going up in there and just start pumping our fists in the air, talking about, yeah, man, yeah down with whitey man down with white supremacy man it's like you know first things first i when i go to work i don't talk about politics 
I don't talk about race relations. I try not to even talk about what the hell is going on on the news. Like, the only thing I might talk about in relation to the news is what the weather is looking like. Right now, we just got finished raining out here. Other than that, I try not to talk about any of that crap because it ain't that I'm afraid. It's just I'm not here to talk about this stuff with you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm here to do what I was hired to do, get my paycheck, and go on about my business so that I can use my money to go pay my bills, support my family, and then you know use whatever's left over to uh, fund my dreams and my, and my business that I'm trying to put together. Like, I'm not interested in talking about politics and none of this other stuff, right? So I think a lot of people think we be in there doing some, some bojangling dancing or something like that. It's like, nah, B, it's just a, it's just a job. It's a means to an end. We gotta, we gotta make money to survive in this world. And until I hit the numbers, or until, or until some rich relative that I don't know decides to, you know, drop their will off, <laughs> or some lawyer shows up to my house saying, this extremely rich relative of yours left you $100 million. I got to go out there and work. I got to go feed my wife, feed my kids, feed myself, pay my bills. I got to do it. I got to do what I got to do. You know what I'm saying? I don't have time to be sitting in there being pro-black or being down for the peoples when more than likely the person that signed my paycheck is the white man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm, not, I'm not doing all that. I do all that on my off time or I'll do all that when I own my own business and then I want to run around with dashikis on and, uh, and wearing berets, pumping my fists in the air. I'll do all that when that happens. Or I'll do all that when one of y'all give me a job where I can be as pro bliggity black as I want to be while I'm working, click clacking away on computers. But until that option presents itself, I don't have it. Now, the other component to this is, you know, some of you guys who don't work in these uh, so-called corporate environments, you know, I, I want y'all to understand, it's not like it's all peaches and cream over there. Now y'all know I'm like one of the dudes that I don't really like using racism as an excuse for a lot of things. And I, you know, but here's the reality. It's like when you go to these corporate environments, for those of you who never worked in the corporate world, when you hear the term corporate, right? That's really just a code word for uh, how white can you make, uh, not how white, but <laughs> how comfortable can you make white folks, right? That, I mean, that's kind of really what that word kind of amounts to. And um, I've had my instances where, uh, matter of fact, the last job I used to work at when I moved back down to Orlando, this is one of the reasons why I don't work there anymore. Um, so I work, y'all know I used to work downtown Orlando, right? I used to work for this small, this small IT company um, doing whatever we was doing, right? And I was very good at my job, like extremely good at the job to the point where I had worked there for like six months and they had gave me a, a salary increase of like $10,000 just within the first six months of me working there because I was that damn good at doing what the hell I was supposed to be doing. I was hired to do. But something, something happened, right, where I want to say like six months after that or five months after that, I ended up leaving the job. Like right before the start of 2020, I wouldn't have found me another job. But a couple of reasons I decided to leave the job. And one of the reasons was is that I'm not the type of person that, well, for one thing, I was the only black person there, right? Yes, I'm biracial, but I was the only black person there, right? And so that didn't, that didn't really phase me too much. But the thing that kind of phased me was all these like extracurricular activities that they kind of wanted me to get involved in 
It's like, they would be like, all right, we're going to go drinking at the bar after we get off work. Well, I don't really drink alcohol like that. So normally when I got off work, 5 o'clock, 4.30, whatever, I'm trying to head to the parking garage, hop in the whip, and take my ass to the crib. They want to hang out, go to these little cheesy bars, throw darts around. And I'm like, that's just not in my personality. That's not... I'm just, dude, I'm not trying to do all that. I'm trying to go to the crib and get my chill on, but they want to hang out. But the problem is, if I don't hang out, then I'm kind of being viewed as, um, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not being um, a part of the, the overall culture that they're trying to establish. And the company I was working for, they're trying to like, I remember the, the, the boss would come in there, they'd be like, you know, what, what, what kind of things can we do to attract uh, young college kids to work for this company? We should get... We should get like a, a ping pong table in the office, some some bouncy chairs and and maybe a, a bar in here. I'm like, I guess. I mean, look, I'm not going to be playing ping pong. I don't drink alcohol like that. And I don't need a bouncy chair. Like, I don't even know what the hell a bouncy chair is, but I don't I don't need none of that stuff. Right. But they would just be coming up with all these crazy ideas to try to attract like these young college kids. Right. And so I just be like. All right, whatever. <laughs> and then I remember one time uh, the boss was like, we're going to go out there and have some fun. We're going to go on a on a digital scavenger hunt around downtown Orlando. I was like, huh? You know, you know, this is right around the time right before my grandmother had passed away, right? But they were planning this event. And so, matter of fact, I think the day they actually did the event is the day my grandmother passed away. But uh, so I didn't go to that event. But, they, you know, they were trying to get us, like, involved in all these little cheesy activities right now keep in mind i'm the only black person there right so i'm just like i'm just not nowhere near i'm not interested in, in doing any of this crap you know what i'm saying and even when i was in the army they used to do like little stupid little activities to try to build morale and i was never really into that because you know I'm, I'm just the type of person i'm just like you hire me to do this job let me go do my job i'm gonna do my job to the best of my ability so I can maximize my paycheck. And then after that, I'm trying to, I'm trying to call it a day B. I'm not really trying to, look, y'all are nice people, but I don't think it's anywhere in my contract saying that we got to build like these lifelong bonds, like we're best buds. It's like, no dude, we're just, I'm here to work. I'm here to do a job. I'm here to get paid and let me do what I got to do. And let me, let me go on about my business, man. And so that's kind of how I was in the military. And that's kind of how my mentality is now. But for those of you who don't, who've never worked in a corporate environment or whatever, you know, this is the type of stuff you're going to have to deal with, right? When it comes to Dwight, man, you're going to have to, if you want to be successful in these environments, you're going to have to learn to uh, uh, play these little games and, and, and participate in these activities that, you know, might not be a match for your personality and or cultural upbringing or whatever the case may be. So, you know, <laughs> You know, fortunately, you know, I work for a company now where that's not really uh, stressed. What's stressed is, uh, are you actually doing what you're supposed to do and fulfilling whatever quotas or goals that you got to fulfill? But when I was dealing with these other companies, it, it was it was on some crap like that, man. So that's why I was like, I always went into these environments like, yeah, even though I'm hired, they're paying me X amount of dollars. They're probably never, ever going to promote me to like a an executive position, like a CIO or CTO, a chief technology officer or something like that, or a chief information officer, because I just can't get down with this, this program of trying to pretend like 
I'm 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 uh, I'm all the way I'm all the way invested into the the so-called culture that they're trying to promote in these workspaces. So that might be a challenge for some of y'all out there who uh, think that you know you gotta you know those those of you want to come into the corporate world and y'all trying to move up the ranks. It's like you're gonna have to get down with the program on their terms and uh, you know and, and present yourself to like a safe. Uh, Negro of sorts, you know what I'm saying? Who like who likes to play the game? And look, if that's you, that's you. I'm not saying that that's bad. It could be financially rewarding in some aspects, but that's just not really me. That's why when I enter these jobs, I'm always trying to do what I got to do, maximize my paycheck, and then take my money, and then I'm trying to get something started on the side. You know what I mean? Which is what I currently have now because my lifelong goal is not to be working for these people or anybody. Period. My lifelong goal is to have whatever I got going on on the side, I'll earn whatever my salary or earning potential is so I don't have to be dealing with these, playing these little goofy games just so that I can make somebody smile so I can get, so I can feel like, you know, I'm, it's accepting up in here. Because at my last job, I remember at a conversation with somebody that was like, it was like, oh man, you know, gee, you, you're very good at what you do, but you know, you, you, you just kind of, you know, sometimes you just kind of have like this, 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 this energy of, of, of uh, anger. I was like, oh, Lord, did somebody just hit me with the angry black guy? <laughs> because I don't come in here smiling and cheesing in everybody's face. Now, now, now somebody's kind of hitting at that, that I, I might be the angry black guy. It's like, I'm not angry. I mean, I didn't explain this to the person. I was just like, all right. But it's not, I'm not angry. It's just like, dude, it's just a job. Like, I, don't, I don't feel like I have to be like super jolly and, and chipper, especially in relation to the type of work that I was doing at that time. Because it's not like... I wasn't dealing with clients and customers, so they never saw me. You know what I'm saying? Whatever clients and customers we had, I was literally doing research, right? And so it's like I don't I don't understand how much how jolly and tripper I got to be when I'm sitting here reading extremely complicated documents to try to make sense out of this crap. It's like let me let me do what I do so I can keep getting these damn paychecks y'all are dropping into my damn bank account every week. You know what I'm saying? So these are just some of the things you got to deal with, man. But like I say, it's really not about Oh, you just, you think you're all that because you work for the white man. It's like, nah, it's not that. It's just right now, white folks got this whole, this whole economy thing on lock. And I got to go out there and I got to do what I got to do. But as I'm out there doing what I got to do, don't mistake it. Don't, don't, don't run around here thinking that I'm out here doing what I got to do. As in me hopping up and down on the tables looking like Bobby Schmurda trying to get a record deal. It's like, nah, B, I'm in here doing what I got to do to the best of my ability so I can maximize my paycheck. But at the same time, I'm not up here doing the moonwalk, you know, making people laugh and telling jokes as like, like I've been hired to be the, 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 the black entertainment of the company because I'm surrounded by predominantly nothing but white folks for the most part. You understand? So that, that's kind of what goes on when I'm in these spaces. And for those of you who've never really been maneuvering in these spaces, you know, this is what for those of you who are quiet. For those who want to maneuver in these spaces, you know, first thing you, you got to do, you got to learn how to get competitive because this leads into another thing, right? So you guys know that uh, a quote-unquote other job I have, even though it's with the same company, but it's like a, a separate job, is I do training, right? I train people how to get into IT, well, not get into IT, but how, basically how to renew their certifications or, or whatever the case may be because their certs expired or whatever the case may be, right? So I got a bunch of people that I'm dealing with twice a week, uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays for like three hours where I go in there and I teach IT. Same thing I teach on my other channel for the most part, right? 
but uh, you know, they get me in person, right? And then they get some extra stuff. And so the company pays me a nice little penny to go out there and do this. But so I've been doing this for a few months. And, you know, it's like out of, out of everybody that, you know, I got a couple black folks in my class, right? Um, a couple Hispanics, uh, mostly whites, right? So out of the blacks, I think it's like, I think it's like two females and then I got one black male. The one black male, he actually takes this class very seriously. Like, he, he was the first one to go out there and, you know, pass all the material and go out there and pass his uh, first part of his certification. First one to do it, right? Out of all the classes, I mean, out of all the students. And then I got these women in there, you know, I'm keeping this within the context of the black folks, right? I got these women in there. You know, I got one one woman in particular, she, well, maybe it's two. Yeah, I think it's both of them. You know, they're kind of like on some, some lackadaisical type of stuff, man, where it's like, they're not really, they're not really like putting a whole lot of effort into learning what they got to learn, even though they have me right there where they can ask me a million questions, because that's what I'm getting paid. I'm getting paid to answer damn questions. And they never really ask me questions. They're like really timid. They don't really want to speak. But I'm looking at them I'm like, you guys need this in order to keep your job or transition to another job. But yet you don't seem to be taking it seriously as you should. And it just kind of, it, it, it confuses the hell out of me because I'm like, why are you here? Like, why are you here? Why are you wasting time? And, you know, not, not my time because everything that you got, I already have. I already have all the certifications that you're trying to get. I already have all the work experience and the education that a lot of you guys are trying to get. But yet here I am trying to teach you how to get, how, how to get on the path to getting what I got and maybe even going further than me. But y'all can't seem to grasp this concept. And now remember, I'm not dealing with children here. I'm dealing with people in their probably in their 30s, 40s, and I think the black dude, he, he's in his 50s. You know what I'm saying? So it just, it just kind of confuses me as to how y'all expect to go out there, dominate, maximize your income earning potential, but yet the thing that you need to be learning to set you up for possible future success and maximizing your income, you're not really putting your all into it. I mean, look, I'm not expecting you all to be getting hundreds and A's, but at some point, you got to put some effort into it, some genuine effort and show that you actually care because at the end of the day, I'm not going to sit down and take this damn test for you. <laughs> I can't. Even if I wanted to, I can't. You got to learn this stuff. But here's the thing. You have me right here in front of your face. It's like, all you got to do is ask questions. I'm, 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 y'all, I'm literally getting paid to answer y'all's questions. You don't even utilize me. But the Hispanic folks, oh, man, they'll talk my ear off. I got, I got like two Hispanic dudes in that class, right? So the class be from like 530 to 830 uh, in the evening, Tuesdays and Thursdays when I do this. I got to go, go do the class tonight. Two of them Hispanic dudes, I guarantee they will keep me there to 830 at night banging my eardrums out with questions, just nonstop questions, whether it's questions about what's going to be on the test or how the test may be designed. What does this mean? What does this mean? Uh, what type, what type of IT work have I done? And 
and you know what, what do i know about this area it blah, blah 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 i mean they were just literally just sometimes it'd be annoying as hell to hear them ask me so many questions but at the same time this is the type of stuff that's going to set these guys up for success because one guy he uh matter of fact in particular one guy he he was working some some very low level help desk job when he started taking my class a few months ago and uh right now he's in the process of learning to serve but he started asking me questions about how to jazz up his resume because he's trying to transition to do some other stuff so i was giving him little tips and tidbits like how to jazz up your resume to make it sound like you're the shit, even though you might not have actually done stuff and you're like give me an example so here's an example i was i gave this dude this example i was like i was like um i was like what if i told you i like what does this sound like i do so if i put on my resume I successfully installed an illumination system. I was like, what does that sound like to you? I successfully installed four illumination systems. And he was like, oh man, that sounds like some high speed stuff, man. Yeah, yeah. I was like, nah, that's just a fancy way of saying I successfully changed four light bulbs. I was like, do you, do you, see, do you see what the difference is? I could put on my resume, I successfully changed four light bulbs, or I could put on my resume, I successfully installed four illumination systems. Which one sounds better? Which one sounds more fancy schmancy that's probably more impressive? The illumination system. So I was teaching this dude how to jazz up his resume. I was teaching this dude about how to put keywords on his resume, yada, yada. Anyway, this, this Hispanic dude took my knowledge and went and got another job working for a big time company down here where he's working in this thing called a NOC, a network operations center, right? I used to work in a network operations center about, about probably about like 12 years ago when I was overseas. So I was like, I told him what all goes down in the network. I was like, you're going to be in this network operations center. You're like the medium between these lower level guys and these higher level guys where you got to watch these lights, make sure everything, all the circuits are green, nothing goes amber or red. You're going to have a lot of time you're just sitting around doing nothing for the most part. So he got this job and guess what? He's doing exactly what I told him he was going to be doing. His paycheck went up almost about $15, $20 more than what he was making. And it's going to open up a whole new world of opportunities for him to go up. Now, he would have never known all this or been inspired to do all this had he not been talking my ear off and asking me a million questions ever since he started taking this class with me. He and this other Hispanic dude, they constantly stay in my ear. And look, it gets annoying at times because they tell little corny jokes, but they're basically just trying to cipher uh, or siphon information out of me to help their career, which is what I'm there to do. But the black folks, in particular the black women, they don't do any of that, man. They don't do any of that stuff. They don't talk to me. And it's not, it's not like I'm asking, I'm not begging people to talk to me, but I'm just like, yo, my nigga, I'm literally here to help you get it on and popping to the best of my ability so you can take this knowledge and, and go out there and do great, wonderful things with your career. And you don't even utilize me. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to beg you to, but you see the results that some of these other dudes, these other people are putting up on the board. It's like, and all they did was just ask me some questions and I answered some stuff and, you know, told them what, what it is and what it's going to be. And it's, it's apparently coming true for some of these people, but you don't even want to utilize me. But, you know, they just, and so when I look at this, this, this uh, dynamic, it's just like, this is just kind of how I view black society in, in, in the greater uh, totality of things. This is like, you guys, it's, it's like, okay, getting back to the whole you work for white people thing. It's like, are you really frustrated that I work for white people? Or are you really frustrated that white people pay me X amount of money? Or is it that you can't qualify 
to work for these white folks to command this money that you believe that I get paid to do what I do. Even though what I know isn't super complicated, it's just a matter of are you willing to learn it and ask questions so that you can be in a position to earn this money. Hopefully you can use this money to up your lifestyle or go fund whatever dreams you got instead of you just running around here thinking that I'm just working for white folks because I want to get my Bojangles on and tap dance. When in reality, that's not the case at all. It's just I got to do what I got to do because ain't no black businesses that in the industry that I work in, ain't no black, black people hiring out there that, that are paying the money that I currently make. So I have to go work for these white folks. You know what I'm saying? But so, so what, what is it really? And I'm starting to think, well, I'm not starting to think I know what it is, but it's just becoming more and more evident in my face that, that um, a lot of folks, even though they might be like, oh, you work for white people, yeah, you're doing this, you're doing that. It's like, well, I think you're really mad that you can't make the money that I'm making or get into the positions that I'm able to get into to go do what I'm trying to do, to do the things that you think I'm doing. When you can, but you just don't want to put the work or the effort into doing it. And I think that's going to be, I think that's going to be like a, a major problem moving forward. I mean, it already is a major problem, but I think it's going to become more and more of a major problem moving forward, especially as this, this economy, the technology continues to transition and, and black folks just continually get left behind because you don't want to take the time to learn what you feel like your competitors, i.e. the other races are learning. Instead, you just want to run around here and feel sorry and play the what was me game and feel like something is owed to you just because you're black. Well, I'm here to tell you, nobody owes you a damn thing. Maybe some rep. I mean, listen, I'm a supporter of reparations, but even I got my limits on how far I support this crap. But most black folks, nobody owes you nothing, man. You're going to have to go out there and learn how to get it and compete, man. And if you don't want to learn how to compete, I just don't know what to tell you, man. I don't know what to tell you. Especially, I just don't know what to tell you. You're going you're gonna to wither on the vine and just fade away. And then you're going to turn into a woe is me, running around here tearing up stuff, or turning into a full-blown socialist Marxist slash communist, you know, in terms of thinking that we should all be sharing stuff and, and all this other crazy crap these, these weirdos be talking about. But... So this is the type of stuff that I deal with, man. You know what I mean? This is the type of stuff that I deal with. And if you're, if you're a black person that, that's of the same mindset as me, where you got a nice job, even though it's probably by a white person that hired you or some other, and they're paying you a nice salary, but you know, you're doing that because, not because, oh, I want to work for white people and I want to you know, be seen as the head Negro in charge. Now you're just like, yo, B, I'm working this because it is what it is. I got to make money. I got to eat. I got to pay bills, B. You know what I'm saying? So in my industry that's related to my education and experience, it's probably it's dominated by white folks. So I got to do what I got to do. And no, that doesn't mean that I'm in here tap dancing and buffooning. It's just I got to do what I got to do. I got to play by the rules to a certain extent so I can live a certain way. So I can remove myself and my family from situations that we always see taking place in the community. And then hopefully use some of those resources to try to get something of my own popping. And hopefully it, it outpaces what my earning income is. So you got to deal with that aspect. 
And then you got to deal with this aspect of everybody else thinking you're just cooning and buffooning when in reality it's just like a lot of these people, they, they, they just don't want to enter this realm to compete because they can't compete, they're afraid to compete, or they just, they just can't compete. But we live in a world where you got to compete. We live in a country where you have to compete. You have to. You got to instill this crap into your kids. It's all about competition. Like when I was a kid, man, it was all about competition. We would go to the bus stop. I mean, we used to go to the bus stop. I was like first, uh, second grade. Our bus stop, we had like this circle, right? The bus stop was here. Then there was like this circle. So the bus would come around the circle. Anyways, we would go, we would have, we would have uh, sprints around the circle to see who can outrun each other, like before the school. So we, we go into school smelling like outdoors and, and we ain't even, we didn't went to first, our, our first period of class yet. We outside having competitions to see who can outrun each other. Or we out here having competitions to see who can break each other's pencil. You know what I'm saying? You know, you remember the, 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 the pencil fights we used to have back in the day? Like everything was a competition back in the day. Even, and it was always fun. You know, obviously we got older, we played basketball more and more. And there, there was none of this participation trophy crap coming out. There was none of this, like even when a white boy came out to hoop with us, right? If there was a white boy who could legit hoop or shoot the three or whatever, and he, and he uh, drained a couple shots in your face. Nobody was over there like, ooh, ooh, you know what I'm saying? Whining and crying. It was like, yo, it was like white boy can play ball. You know what I'm saying? I, um, it, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? It, it was none of this whining and crying. And, oh, God, this shit gets on my nerves with some of you Negroes. You said it's the latter. They're just jealous. I don't know if it's jealousy. Or maybe it's, maybe it's a, a team. It's, it's probably some sprinkles of jealousy. Uh, like I said, I'm, I'm leaning more towards it's just... Is it jealousy because you think you think I'm living a certain way? You think I'm making X amount of money? Or is it jealousy because you don't qualify to do what I can do? Because you just don't want to learn to do what I can do, to put yourself in a position to do what I do. And what I do ain't really hard. It's just a matter of learning the crap. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's not like we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not uh, drafting up plans to land a human being on the moon. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're not doing any of that. You know what I mean? It ain't like it's super complicated. It's just like it's real book or two for for a couple of weeks. Go take a test, and you'll be you'll be on the path to to, to earning the big bucks. You know, you you graduate from uh, mopping the floors to to, to sprinkling salt on the fries in, in, in no time. You know what I mean? But uh, so this is stuff that goes on, man. When you when you're working for the white peoples, <laughs> you got to deal with this crap. So, anyways, that's my speech, man. You said you managed over 300 plus accounts, generated 1.5 million in total revenues. Uh, see, I don't, even, I don't do, I don't do nothing with none of that. You know what I mean? You must work in sales or something. I don't work in sales. So they bitch about whenever another black person works for the white society, but will bitch about not being hired and accepted by the white society in the same breath. Yeah, like I say, it ain't about, oh, I want to go work for white people because I want to be white. This is like, yo, B, white folks got the economy on lock, son. They got all uh, the good jobs out there. <laughs> they got all the jobs that pay decent salaries, whether you're doing some government stuff or some private stuff. They got it all. I've done the video. Go look up the stats for yourself. There's only like 2 million black-owned businesses in America, and, and, and only 100,000 of them have employees. There's not enough black owned businesses to go around so we got to go work for who we got to go work for so we can feed ourselves if we don't have a business that's that's thriving enough to sustain us or allow us to employ other people you got to do what you got to do
Like, I'm not going to be pro-black and, home, and be homeless at the same time. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I'm not going to be one of those dudes out there pumping my fist in the air and then going to sleep under a bridge. I'm not going to do that. So it's, so it's like, what are we talking about here? It's not about working for the white, man. It's just, look, I'm trying to be competitive. I'm trying to get out there and get it, man. I can't make any changes of, of significance if I'm broke. I just can't. What's up, Mind Games? You say, you say you're a training officer for a major railroad, and I encounter this every class. I thought the brothers would gravitate towards me since I'm a black man, but I think they are too proud to ask questions. Yeah, listen, like I said, I got the one dude, well, the, well, the one black man that passed, he didn't really ask me a lot of questions, but he was sitting there every night and just do his work. And then occasionally he'll ask a question, right? The, but the black women, they be in there like struggling. They don't be doing nothing. They be leaving early sometimes. And I'm just like, I, look, I'm not gonna, I ain't gonna force y'all to be here. You know what I'm saying? Y'all grown men, grown women. But I'm just like, look, you see what these, you see what these other, the, the Hispanics and the others are doing, right? Like, like I said, I got the Hispanic dude. He's been talking my ear off for the past two or three months, trying to just drain every bit of information out of me about IT and how he can get his career on and popping. And guess what? It's, it's been working for him. He, he's uh, just, just since I've been knowing him, by him coming to my class, he's, he's gotten a brand new job that's paying almost twice what he was making at his other job. And you know what I'm saying? He's out here, you know, he's, uh, he's happy as shit doing you know doing the damn on the verge of doing the damn thing all because he's been yapping my ear off about everything from uh how, how to prepare for the tests the certs how to put a resume together how to go out there and find certain jobs using job hunting websites it's like yo i, I know i know a lot about all that because i've <laughs> i've done it from a practical standpoint practical application standpoint my damn self or you know i've actually you know taught this crap in some capacity so i'm just like giving him like all right this is what you do he's like one of a handful that comes up to me and talks to me about this stuff and like i don't mind giving the info out but i'm just like yo when the black folks gonna come you know what i mean like i'm not gonna beg y'all but y'all see y'all see what it is right y'all see what's going on <laughs> i gotta be willing to sacrifice now I'm not sacrificing my uh, my 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 uh, shelter and my sanity to to be down for the peoples. I'm not doing that. If if uh, Patrice Colors of the BLM, if she gets to live nice, I get to live nice to at, at what level I can afford. You know what I mean? If she got four houses. I only got one. So <laughs> you know what I mean? So but this is stuff that goes on, man. This is stuff that goes on that kind of irks me a little bit. And how I just like, man, what's, what is society going to look like in 10 years, man? When my, when my sons are, you know, my oldest son, he'll be 24, 25 in 10 years. And my youngest, he'll be about 16, 17 in 10 years. It's like, what's the world going to look like for them, man? And then what's, what's the world going to look like for everybody else who's been bumping their gums, crying for, the non, for nonstop for the last 10 years on social media? on some woe is me crap. We deserve something just cause we black. Like, dude, y'all finna get left behind in the dust. Cause this thing, we are not going back to the Flintstone era or anything. Listen, if you don't get on, on board and get your skill sets up, and, or if you're gonna go to college, you pick a major that's worth a damn, you gonna get left behind, B. 
you're just going to get left behind. And then we'll see you out there breaking in the footlocker, stealing protest shoes. That's, that's what we'll see you doing. And speaking of that, anyway, so what's the word on this um, Derek Chauvin thing? Did they come back with a verdict yet? Or are they still out there deliberating? Does anybody know? Because I ain't been watching the news. I know they recessed yesterday. And CEO, I've been meaning to hit you up, man. I got some questions about some equipment. Um, I'm going to hit you up in the email. But um, are, they, are they getting ready to some air, <laughs> some air protest ones? <laughs> air protest ones. Super facts. Yeah, some air protest ones. <laughs> That's a pretty good name, though. Air protest ones. Yeah, so I'm about to go try to catch a, a snippet of the news to see if they're getting ready to burn some stuff down. Because I know Maxine Waters is out there trying to get the crowd amped up. We're going to get confrontational. It's like, all right, y'all keep listening to this old bird if you want to. She ain't going to be out there doing nothing. <laughs> Her life is already straight. She got a guaranteed check, nice house. She good money out in these streets. The rest of y'all, what y'all going to do after everything's done? Them burned and all the ashes have settled. What y'all, what y'all got to go back to? What jobs y'all got to go back to? What nice house y'all got to go back to? After after y'all burned the city down, she going back to her nice mansion she got somewhere in California with her fat bank account and guaranteed jobs. So as long as y'all keep electing her, <laughs> what the rest of y'all gonna do? They're gonna stall the verdict to Friday or Saturday so they can get the largest crowds for rioters. <sighs> Yeah, I don't know. Right now, I don't know how this thing gonna go. I don't even know what to believe. I, listen, I'm not. I don't know how this brother died. I was looking at the closing arguments. I was like, I don't know how this dude died. Was it was it the knee or was it the drugs? <laughs> like, how did this dude die? Like, I don't. I don't know if anybody actually proved how this dude actually died. So, I don't know what to believe. I really don't know. I don't think it was malice. It, let's just say they do convict him. I don't think they're gonna. They're not gonna get him on no first or second degree. They're probably on some manslaughter crap, but um, or whatever, whatever third degree is. But I don't know, man. I'm, I'm at this point. I don't know who to believe in this case. Anyways, I don't want to rub my mouth. I gotta go. I gotta go eat. So uh, I'm gonna holler at y'all later. I'm going to hit you up, CEO, because I got some questions about some equipment, man. I'm trying to trying to get my, my setup as spiffy as yours, man. So I can be out here stunting on people. I'm trying to be the next Kevin Samuels out here. So he's going to get the manslaughter charge. I don't know. We'll see, man. We'll see. All right, y'all. I got to roll. Y'all be easy. Peace.